and welcome to the Music Eye Quiz podcast, the show where you get to test your musical IQ with me, your host and quiz master, Anna Burke. Thank you so much for joining me. The 37th Annual Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony will take place on Saturday, November 5th in LA. And that will be the theme of our quiz today. We'll look at some of the inductees, both new and old. But before we get to that, we have a bonus question from last week to answer. It was the Halloween mashup from Joe Bot the Robot. And the 10 songs I needed you to pick out were the theme from Stranger Things. We had Thriller, Spooky Scary Skeletons, This Is Halloween, Ghostbusters. Had a little tiny bit of the Monster Mash in there. Um, Somebody's watching me. Uh, Some chords from the Phantom of the Opera. That was a hard one to pick. Uh, We also had Nina Simone's I Put a Spell on You. And Calling All the Monsters was the last one. And I'll link to that track in the show notes so you can have another listen and see if you can pick out all those songs. So the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is our theme today. First off, I think we need to think outside the box of rock and roll these days when talking about these awards. Historically, it was very much dominated by whatever the term rock and roll means. Let's face it, usually white blokes. The Hall of Fame has opened its musical doors to recognise a wider range of music and artists, and you will see this when we have the questions about who is getting inducted this year. To be eligible, the artists must have released their first record at least 25 years ago. At the ceremony, they get inducted by a fellow musician who has been influenced by that artist. And that is what we will look at with our first five questions. I'm going to play you a section of an induction speech. You need to turn your ears on. And tell me who it is that is being talked about. Question one. She started out writing songs as a staff songwriter in the legendary Brill Building when she was a teenager, then a young mother. Later in her songwriting career, Brill had to be coaxed to step out front and perform her songs herself. And what a moment in music history that was. With She became one of the most successful female artists of all time. Her persona on tap feels like listening to a close friend intimately sharing the truths of her life so that you can discover the truths of your own. It was a watershed moment for humans in the world who have feelings and for cats who had big dreams of one day ending up on iconic album covers. Question two. I know claiming Irish might be a little difficult here tonight, but uh, bear with me. Jamaica and Ireland have a lot in common. Naomi Campbell, Chris Blackwell, Guinness, a fondness for little green leaves, the weed, religion, the philosophy of procrastination. Don't put off till tomorrow what you can put off till the day after. Unless, of course, it's freedom. Uh, We were both islands. We are both islands. We were both colonies. We share a common yoke, the struggle for identity, the struggle for independence, the vulnerable and uncertain future that's left behind when the jackboot of empire has finally retreated. Roots, 
the getting up, the standing up, and the heartbeat, the staying up. <clears throat> In such a struggle, an often violent struggle, the voice of was a voice of reason. So when I heard first, I not only felt it, I felt I understood it. Question three. When disco and soft rock were taking over our radios, thank God I wasn't alive then, they were exactly what we needed. A garage band in sheep's clothing. They had a punk soul, a pop heartbeat, and Beatles ambitions. They even worked with George Martin. And he said, was his favorite band to work with that wasn't from Liverpool. Their front man's a matinee idol who can growl, croon, or swagger. And their guitarist looks like a Bowery boy on acid, but plays as clean and tight as his bow tie. It felt like they were always on stage. Every throwaway gig, every photo, shoot, every interview, they worked the room like it was Soldier Field. No studio could do them justice, though. It was so big, so loud, so fast that it took a live album to capture their furry, fury, fury, Bruce Lee fury, you know, fists of fury. Question four. From the very start, she was very different. She was a rebel and a beatnik. She was taunted and ridiculed and the other kids would throw pennies and uh, rocks at her because she looked different and because she acted different. And in all areas of her life, she refused to conform. She asserted her freedom. She painted and she wrote poetry. And at this tender period of her life, she discovered the blues. And after high school, she got out of Port, Ar Port Arthur and explored the, the hippie culture in Austin, Texas first. Uh, she used to carry an auto harp around with her at all times and, and would perform at uh, the local coffee houses and the bars and the student union and the now famous thread guilds in Austin, Texas. She traveled to the West Coast and dabbled in performing in LA and San Francisco. She also discovered the drug culture and immersed herself in it like everything else in her life, full on. The drinking, the grass, acid, heroin, speed, and sex with men and women. That was what a young person did at the time, and it wasn't wrong or even considered dangerous then. It was a, an attempt to expand one mind, one's mind and heart to the possibilities of life other than what one was taught by society. Question five. A silver mylar pillow floats solemnly from the pale hands of Andy Warhol through the factory window across the grainy New York skyline. And the sound embodying that unhurled work of art was perhaps a work of art itself. The they were the stark, elusive balloon that burst upon a deflated scene, injecting that scene with a radiance that connected poetry, the avant-garde, and rock and roll. They were a band of opposites, shooting freely from pole to pole, without apology, with dissonant beauty, trampling the flowers of peacemakers, treading the blonde depths, black in a white world, white in a black world. They opened wounds worth opening with brutal innocence, without apology, cutting across the grain, 
gritty, urbanic, and in their search for the kingdom, for laughter, for salvation, they explored the darkest areas of the psyche, and they re-emerged, and they delivered up. So, on to this year's inductees into the Hall of Fame. There will be seven new artists this year. I'm going to quiz you on five. I'll play you a clip from the artist's first charted single, and for a bit of fun, their most recent release as well. See if you can name the band or artist for each. Good luck. Question six. My name is My name is My name is Series came, but these little degenerates are my lineage. Yeah. When it come to pockets, weren't many, if any, as skinny as mine. Bitch, I was penniless, now I'm plenty rich, and this script don't make any sense. I was in a motherfucker pinch, like a sea twist. Now I'm sitting as pretty as each penny is. While I'm penning this in a lab on your guinea pigs, I ain't finna fool them in effect. Give me the simming, you when I pull the big guns out. That trigger pull the gun, tell the motherfucker to run. Question 7. And I feel with you in my arms. This love will last forever. Question 8. Question 9. Question 10. Hashtag bonus question! 
for today's bonus question. You're going to have to think back to those speeches you just heard. You might even want to give them another listen because I want you to name the five musicians that were actually making those speeches. Who is doing the talking, basically? I'll fill you in on the answers in next week's show, but feel free to drop me a line if you know the answers now, and I will give you a shout-out on the next episode. My email is musiciquiz at gmail.com. So on to the answers now. This was question number one and the person getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. This was last year and it was Carol King. Question number two now, it is Bob Marley. Question number three was a band. Um, this inducting into the Hall of Fame was Cheap Trick. And um, they mentioned a live album. It's probably their most famous album for sure, uh, live at Budokan. Question number four uh, was Janis Joplin. Oh, Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? My friends all drive Porsches. I must make amends. Worked hard. And question number five, the band being talked about in uh, in this one, in this speech, was the Velvet Underground. Moving on now to this year's inductees. This was question number six. And this is Eminem. This was his first single, My Name Is. And we also heard um, his latest release from the D2, the LBC. This one is with Snoop Dogg. So that first album of Eminem's came out in 1996, which is pretty much means he's straight into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And that's for his, um, all of his, one of the best-selling artists of the 2000s. Question number seven. Uh, it was Lionel Richie. This song is truly from his debut album. And we also heard um, Endless Love, which is from a 2012 release that he did with a bunch of country music stars. So that was a real country album from Lionel Richie. He, of course, started in the Commodores in the 70s and had massive um, solo career, mainly in the 80s. We're staying in the 80s now, but moving over to the UK. Um, the next inductee is the Eurythmics, made up of Annie Lennox and Dave Stewart. This song is Street Dreams, are made of these. And the second song you heard was called I've Got a Life. And they brought that album out, uh, that single out, sorry, in 2005, because they kind of split up in the 90s, but they came back together to record this song. Um, to promote their latest uh, Greatest Hits collection. Question number nine. Um, yes, yeah, staying in the 80s and in the UK, 
This is Duran Duran, part of the new romantic movement of the 80s. They've had lots of lineup changes uh, through the years, but they released an album in 2021, which you heard. Um, this song you're listening to now is Planet Earth, of course, from their debut album. And their latest one album is called Future Past, like I said, came out last year. And this song is called Invisible. And question number 10, Dolly Parton. Look, there are no words to describe how much I love and admire Dolly. She is truly a living legend and a person who will leave this world better for having lived it for sure. You might have heard that she had initially politely rejected her nomination, thinking that she didn't want to take away a spot someone else deserved. But like the classy lady she is, she will graciously accept it because the Hall of Fame, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame said, well, you know what, we're giving it to you anyway. And why wouldn't you? I think you should give Dolly all of the awards. Um, so this was her first kind of hit single called Dumb Blonde. And um, she actually brought out an album this year. That is how much of a legend she is. And this latest album was called Run, Rose, Run. And the track that I played was Warm It Up and Take It Like a Man. Which is great advice for everyone. I'm going to leave you with that uh, sterling piece of advice there from Dolly. That is the end of the quiz today. Thanks so much for listening. Um, I'll be back next week if you'd like to get in touch with me. Um, please do. It's musiciquiz at gmail.com. We've got some exciting news to share with you in the next episode. So hope you can in, uh, join me for that, episode number 20. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out. Have a great week, everyone. See you later. Do I want to? No, I don't. Will I surrender? No, I won't. It's a long, hard life for a gal, but I gotta live it. And it's a dang shame if you ask me, working so hard just to be free. Whatever it takes, then I'm more than glad to give it. So I'm gonna woman up and take it like a man. Gotta buckle up, be tough enough to give him hell and take him in. Stick to my guns and have a plan Yeah, warm it up and take it like